There we go. Let's hit that algorithm, baby. Good deal. <laughs> give me, give me the algorithm monies. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be a bull algorithm. <laughs> mm, algorithm me. Oh god. All right. Tastes like success. <laughs> Tastes like thirty cents, Tastes like, baby. Tastes like sellout. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm gonna do the intro real quick. Good morning, Thetis! Welcome back! Today, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Rowan. Baloney is just a cold hot dog. <laughs> and that That's it! It's just me and Rowan today. And uh, we're eating cold hot dogs. Uh, yeah, uh, but <laughs> uh, you're not eating cold hot dogs. I got no. the Webbles weenies right now. No, actually, I'm. I, I got them in between my toes. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just chilling. Oh, here. you got your got your nails done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, today, today we're gonna be we're gonna be talking some cyberpunk. The show came out, and everybody's balls deep in playing it, including me. So, yeah, we're just going to have a little discussion. Just chooms doing chooms. Ooh, no. <laughs> Dro- gonna... Dropping that dropping that jargon, that real world lore. I was going to I was going to say it in the most nerdy way possible. I'm like, "Ooh, no no <laughs> gonks here." <laughs> no gonks here. What's good, Chumba? Ooh, you want to get some eds and scratch? <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> Don't forget your iron and oh. your chrome. Ooh, hope you're chromed out, Choom. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Fuck. What is your, uh, what's your experience with both cyberpunk as a genre and in terms of CD Projekt Red and Mike Pondsmith's uh, iteration? All right. Well, in... Cyberpunk as a genre, uh, I fell asleep during cyber. The, der, God damn it. I fell asleep during Blade Runner. <laughs> 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 the one with Harrison Ford. I fell asleep during that one. Uh, oh. And then I went to go see 2049 in the theaters and I was obsessed with it. It was amazing. Okay, then quick question on that. Did you, when you're watching the Harrison Ford one, did you watch the director's cut edition? Or just the theatrical cut? Uh, I was watching the director's cut, but for the record, I didn't fall asleep because I didn't like it. I fell asleep because it was really dark and I was home and I was laying down while watching it, so I kind of just passed out. <laughs> so you saw the one with the uh, the, the tinfoil horse uh, figure and like the horse dreams I, that I he's having? couldn't even tell you if I got that far. <laughs> Damn. I, like, I fell asleep fast. I started it and I knocked <laughs> the fuck out. <laughs> just the, the dulcet tones of Harrison Ford. He's uh, he's got a very sultry voice <laughs> uh, <laughs> as he screams about noodles. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I passed out during that, and uh, I loved Twenty Forty Nine. I watched it in theaters, and I was like, "This is the greatest thing ever." And then they said there wouldn't be a sequel because not enough people went to go see it. I'm blaming everybody who's watching this podcast. Uh, Honestly, I saw it in theaters and fell asleep to it. Oh, dude, it was so good. It was so boring. <laughs> uh, then I played the game. Well, before uh, I was very hyped from the moment that trailer came out, like ten years before it released. I saw. Uh, it, I was like, "Oh, I haven't even played uh, played Witcher, but like this looks fucking cool." <laughs> I also hadn't played The Witcher when I saw that trailer. I just saw a cool cyberpunk trailer, and I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" Yeah, I don't. And then I... it was like, "No, oh, radio silence for like ten years." Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I. I don't think I played Witcher until I think twenty eighteen or nineteen, one or the other. Twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen is the time I played Witcher three for the first time. I was not familiar with CD Projekt at all. I had just heard that The Witcher three was the greatest thing ever, and then I was like, "Well, this game is definitely my cup of tea." Yeah, uh, I heard. Yeah. Um. Same. All right. So I saw my mother uh, when she was cool, uh, had a lot of movies, like a lot, like always DVDs. We always had the VHSs, the whole deal. 
uh, I saw Blade Runner, the director's cut edition, when I was like eight and fucking loved it. I was like, this is the coolest shit ever. It's Harrison Ford, the spaceman, but now he's a detective. <laughs> um, fell asleep during uh, 2049. Uh, who, who was the star in that one? Was it... Um, uh, Ryan Gosling. It's one of those... Okay, I was going to say, it's one of those two replaceable white dudes that always just kind of looks the same. It's always in the same movies. <laughs> was Ryan Gosling the one that Taylor Swift dated, or was that a different person? No, I think she, that's, she did not date Ryan Gosling. Uh, she dated, uh, uh, oh my god, the guy from Nightcrawler. Oh my god. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, that's the guy that don't shower. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. So, yeah, I saw the trailer, was super hyped for it. I was on the the cyberpunk hype train, fucking hardcore. I watched every single little stream, every little upload. I was on every bit of news. The second that it dropped, I was there typing furiously. I was like, oh, my God, kid, fucking wait. Um, <laughs> then the game came out, and then I was deeply disappointed. What if I told you that the game came out and I was like, this is still the greatest thing of all time? Because <laughs> I was. <laughs> I, I have made my peace with Cyberpunk. Um, it's the game that I envisioned was never going to be because I don't think that was their plan. We had an entire ass hour and a half stream about the gangs of Cyberpunk and then half of them don't even have a fucking name in the game. <laughs> You talk to Placide, you talk to Brigitte, you talk to, uh, uh, um, what's his face? Dum uh, Dum from the Maelstrom game. Yeah, yeah. And that's really it. If you don't choose the Street Kid option, you don't talk to Padre. Yeah, you don't I even know really, anyone from the animals. I always wanted more from the the fixers around because like, there's so many. There's like, what? There's Wakako, uh, Padre, oh my, uh, is it Muhammad? The, or no, Mumar. Something like that, right? The, There's uh, also uh, the, the the sticky hands, five mm-hmm. hands, whatever his name is. Pad- Padre is a fixer, and he's also part of the Valentinos. But we don't know anyone else in the Valentinos. There's Jackie, but yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah, but he dies in the first twenty minutes of the game. <laughs> so, fuck! I will never get over that. Yeah, every piece of media leading up, they were like, yeah, it's your best tune. You're going to fucking and then they butt s- head. They and spoiled it in the trailer. A... Yeah, and it's like, oh, he dies. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm still cool with him dying. Like, I get that. I just wish we had more time with him. Like, a montage, like an 80s montage, just don't do it for me to make me care about this dude. Like, yeah. I cared the first time. Second time, I was like, nah. All right, let's just get this over with. Every time I watch Jackie die, I get a little less sensitized to it, and I feel bad because I love him so much. But like, I grow a little colder. I exactly. <laughs> and I remember every single trailer. They were like, like every like whenever they showed him dying, everybody was like, "Okay, well, this definitely means that you know there's going to be choice and consequence, like to somehow to let him live." But there isn't at all. <laughs> so that's just straight up a spoiler. Like what the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, well, technically, technically, if you choose the right options, he's alive in the um, uh, it's the Arasaka uh, building where they keep all the AIs. Yeah, but like, is he really alive at that yeah. point? <laughs> also, Which, I, I mean, like, okay. so the story that we got with the game is good. I'm glad we have what we have. I just wish they had told it was a character study rather than, you know, like hyped up neon chrome Grand Theft Auto. They they a million percent marketed the game as a futuristic Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And they just told me it was going to be this deep introspection about what it means to be human and what it means to be alive and tackle those those darker, more psychological aspects of cyberpunk as a genre. I would have tempered my expectations a lot more. Mm-hmm. But knowing what we know and playing the game as it is, pretty happy when it's when it works. Because I got a base PS4, it really don't work. I've heard that it's gotten better, hasn't it? Have you have you tried it recently or? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I specifically <laughs> downloaded it right around the time Edge Runners, Edge Runners came out, like everybody else. Um, I hopped in. I drove 
a car. It wasn't even the fastest car. Um, I got up to like its top speed and it crashed because it couldn't <laughs> load anything. Oh, no. And I drifted off into like the white darkness. Oh no. Yeah. Um, like yeah. I said, it is what it is. But um, have, were you familiar with um, cyberpunk like Mike Pondsmith before that? Uh, no, not really. I go after the trailer came out however many years ago, like I knew like that it existed and I like knew who Mike Pondsmith was, but I did not go into it at all until I think a little bit before the game came out is when I started looking into the actual like lore and shit. But like, other than that, like I didn't, I didn't really know much before then. Heard. I, um, I had the original cyberpunk, like the physical copy. Mm-hmm. Like the the old tabletop RPG book, um, which is actually really really cool because it contains a lot of um, a lot of lore about Night City that isn't brought over into the game, which is pretty cool. Like there's a lot of uh, and it feels like a product of its time. It was made in the 80s, mm-hmm. and it feels like it was made in the 80s. Like um, uh, there's a gang called uh, the Kennedys. Do you know anything about that? I, I no, I don't actually. <laughs> so in uh, in Cyberpunk in Night City, there are groups of people who go and get themselves modded to look like celebrities, and then they act <laughs> like celebrities, exactly like Elvis in, in New Vegas. Uh, I love that so much. I was, I was, that was exactly the point I was going to make as soon as you said that. <laughs> yeah. So there's roving gangs of JFKs and Marilyn Monroe's and any other celebrity that you can think of. So you could just be walking around Night City and get fucking shanked by 50 JFKs. That's hilarious, and I love that so much. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it. Like, you could walk around the corner, and there, uh, uh, what's his face from Top Gun? Just standing there, all short and shit, ready to fight <laughs> Tom <you>. Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. He's short, dude. He and is. He's like 5'4". Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, people knowing that he's short. Coming for you, Tom Cruise. I want you to know I know you're short. Uh, so, like, <laughs> there's also uh, there's uh, killer clowns that exist, like killer cyberpunk clowns. There's all kinds of crazy-ass 80s stuff in there. It's actually really cool. Yeah, it sounds sounds pretty fucking cool, to be honest. I'll see if I still got the PDF and if I can send it over to you, because yeah. it's, it's really fucking wild. Like, it's detailed, too. Like, they go into, like, urban development and city layout and design you can see whole complexes and stuff oh, that's pretty dope yeah it's it's really cool it definitely is a good tabletop to help provide to your world because normally like you know you play a fantasy setting and you're like oh yeah you're in the village but a fantasy village can be anything from like five huts and a pig eating some mud to <laughs> like the witcher 3's novigrad you know it, it's it's really cool. It does a lot of the heavy work to help provide the world. So that way you as a GM can just make crazy shit happen. Uh, yeah. Um, and then Cyberpunk Red came out right before the uh, the game release, which was really cool. Um, so Cyberpunk Red takes place right after Johnny launches that nuke in Arasaka. Mm-hmm. So uh, the whole like city center is walled off. It's almost like a small war zone. There's radiation everywhere. The sky is like hazy nuclear red. And that's why it's called cyberpunk red. Cause they're dealing with the fallout. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I, it's I, pretty I, remember, cool. I remember hearing about it when like it came out, but I didn't like yeah. look into it at all, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, I did. I, I love tabletop RPGs in general, so I was kind of hype. I was like, oh shit, they got one? I can't wait to play this thing. Yeah, uh, I've never I've never played a tabletop RPG. Never properly, anyway, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've always just been like, regular board games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did, our, um, we did our Dragon Age one for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, but that was hardcore homebrewed. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Which is fine. I think homebrew, homebrew is fun anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on with all the spells was fucking painful. Oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> well, I mean, like I've done some like tabletop RPG stuff here and there. Like I've I've written like a quote or two for like a monster design and like made a few bucks here and there. 
but I've never had to sit down and like write out spells and rules and how they work and what movements they have. That's a lot yeah, of fucking they, work. There's a reason there's a whole team dedicated to making one. It's <laughs> definitely worth it for that. Um, didn't I'm trying to remember the name of the channel. You, you've heard of Brian David Gilbert, right? I'll be honest, that sounds familiar, but it's I don't. I He's don't that think dude so. that would do those wild out of pocket videos about like which is the sexiest Castlevania video or uh, villain, or which Pokemon <laughs> would taste the best. I okay, I've definitely heard of him, but I don't think I ever watched his his stuff. He plays um, like a live play, like a Critical Role style of Cyberpunk Red. It definitely has like more of like yeah, these are my friends. I'm playing a game with them, kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Rather than like the professional setup that like Critical Role is now in the in the game, what origin did you pick? Uh dude, I remember as soon as they announced them, I was like, I know exactly what I'm being, and I know it's going to be the best one. And to me, yeah. it is. And that answer is Corpo, baby. Uh, I was Corpo dumb. all all the way, baby. Right off the bat, I was like, Yo, Corpo's are the bad guys. I'm gonna start off as a Corpo. I'm gonna do the classic. Uh, bad guy turned good story and it's the best one it's got the most dialogue it is the best i love it it definitely has the most dialogue options i will give you that i do like that we get to see a little bit into their into the setting of the corpo Mm -hmm. i'm sad we don't get to do a lot and you start off the game with a nice suit right away (laughs) <laughs> a like suit that sexy. you like instantly throw away no i keep it forever i gotta look snazzy and then as soon I mean, as was there good? the transmog it'd be worth it now yeah and then also okay. uh then later on in the game you can find the other suit like the special like i don't know is it called like nano carbon or some shit you is can... it the one with the gold no uh it's Damn. it's complete it looks like a fucking straight up uh What's uh, Men in Black suit, and you get these like sick ah. black glasses. Oh, it's so cool! I currently have it on my <laughs> on my character that I got like I got like eighty hours into the game with. He, I got him oh, all. Yeah. I got him all decked out in his suit. He looks sexy as fuck, and I'm going around clapping dudes. But I've ran out of quests to do, so I got, <laughs> I I want new game plus so bad. <laughs> Are you I, picking up the DLC when it comes out? Oh yeah, I'm getting that shit day one. Nice. Congrats. I'm hoping that they come out with new game plus before it though, because I really wanna, I really wanna play through the game again with like my original character. I'm, I, I would oh, maxed do, out. Yeah, I, I restarted again the other day, but I literally just made my character and then uh, started the first mission because I had to go to work. Do you do you make your character you or do you make a character? Yeah. If we're talking like looks wise, I just make a character. But whenever I play an RPG, I I play me like personality wise. But I yeah. I'm not good at making myself. I just what I do do in all my characters though is I give them traits of me. Like I always give my characters blue eyes because I have blue eyes, and I always give them a fat fucking schnoz because that's because <laughs> that, I have one. And of course, in Cyberpunk, I, I got sworn you were gonna say dick. I was just about to say, and, and you know, in Cyberpunk, I gotta keep it real and honest to who I am. So, a big fat hog that's cut. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, but like I saw the fat hog option in the game. I'm like, oh, that's not that big. So I don't know if that's about me or maybe I'm just like some fucking pretentious asshole out here. But <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, we I haven't. Expecting... Now, to be fair, we haven't seen it hard. That's fair. <laughs> I was expecting like obscenely like smacking between my knees kind of thing. Because <laughs> like you can modify your body. Who would like? There's got to be some dude out there who would like fucking knock him between knees, crushing guts. You know. I, I also would like to say that uh, I am devastated. There is no metal cock option. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on, with sleek, vibrating options <laughs> with pump action. Oh yeah. I <laughs> I started watching with the auto extender five thousand or whatever. <laughs> I was I started watching Edge Runners for like the second time with my girlfriend. 
Yeah. Because she hadn't watched it. And I was t- telling her, because she knows nothing about it, I was like, telling her, like, the basis of cyberpunk. And, she, and the first thing she goes is like, do they have metal dicks? <laughs> and, I was, <laughs> and I was like, actually, there's a mission in the in the game where this guy has a metal dick and you need to bring him to the <laughs> hospital because it bursts into flames. And she was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that shit. Uh, it was... <laughs> Oh, I was dying. It was uh, a, a beautiful moment between loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> I chose um, I chose Nomad for mine, Ooh. just because thematically it seemed the coolest. Because I was like, I've never played this game. I don't know what they're gonna throw in there. I would be an outsider coming to the city, and everything would be like, ah, amazement, cool. Yeah, a lot of people. And I got hit with the montage, way. and my Nomad shit didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> got like three dialogue options and they're fucking nothing because <laughs> like all right nomads in like the world are really fucking cool outside of the fact that like you know they live in the badlands and they're mad max people mm-hmm. um like so like some of what nomads do when you travel and lots of corporations and governments will hire them to do this mm-hmm. uh by the way only the u.s is really dying in cyberpunk other countries are doing better, like much better by comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like Europe is doing the best, um, but like America sucks. <laughs> like, they're the reason like we like bugs and pizza and shit. Um, but so there are rogue AI that will possess old military like gear. So like tanks, planes, cars, anything. Mm-hmm. So when you're traveling, you can hire a nomad clan to protect you from those rogue ai which is really really cool yeah it's pretty dope. same thing with like the ocean so there are technically pirate nomads because the <laughs> ocean is filled with like a shit ton of nuclear submarines and like shit like that so there's technically sea monsters just made of metal waiting to eat you that's awesome yeah right like really cool lore shit like that i was like oh, i'm gonna be a fucking nomad <laughs> To be fair, I still think the Aldecaldos are pretty dope. They are pretty cool. They're, I mean, they're definitely the the best case scenario for the nomads. Where like they they act like a proper family. They do anything for the, each other, like Fast and Furious Five kind of style. It's just about to say it's all about <laughs> <The> family. family. <laughs> <laughs> nothing stronger than family. Yeah, nothing stronger than Olive Garden. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> <laughs> These breadsticks are a symbol of my love for family. <laughs> Who'd you romance? Uh, Pan Am. Yeah, of course. The best. Yeah, I mean, best the, the, the one option, really. But <laughs> I mean, you had you had a couple options. You could have you could have gone with uh, what's his face, Carrie. Could have done Carrie. But, but is Carrie a real romance though? Like, is it actually? Actually, yeah. Have you is, done it? I I, I didn't. I didn't kiss him, so I didn't like do it. But I, I, you know, I was there. Like I, I didn't know that it was like I don't know that people counted it as like an actual romance, though. Oh no, no, it's it's a full on option, and it's actually pretty cool. Um, so I went with the Carrie romance my second time around because mm-hmm. um, I think the order I went Pan Am, Carrie, then Judy last, just because Judy always gave me like cousin sister vibes. And uh, uh, my last name is not Targaryen, so. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so Carrie's romance is actually really cool because he made it big. He made it famous. He got out. You know, he's living this high life, but it's empty and it's soulless. And it shows that grass isn't greener on the other side, but that grass sure is a lot fucking softer. And when you when you meet him, you go through the thing and you find like love and meaning together. You can actually play, uh, when you're possessed by Johnny and you meet him, you can play a couple of his old songs. And he goes, what the fuck are you? And like pulls out a gun and shit. Yeah, I did that. I did that part. Yeah, I, I did all, okay, like, the, yeah. all the quests with him. But like when I did that stuff, I played it more as like, I'm here to replace Johnny as your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could have been fucking, who knows? I mean, very true. There is some... some some fucking vibes and i'm pretty sure isn't isn't johnny some, uh, uh bi or homosexual something? subtext is johnny bi 
or like uh, or pan I, or anything? I feel like at some straight? point in the game, he's like, yeah, I'm Keanu Reeves. I fuck anything kind of situation. <laughs> I'm Keanu Reeves and I fuck. <laughs> EA Sports. I fuck anything. <laughs> have you seen? Have you have you seen those videos of of Keanu Reeves the cyberpunk thing? And he goes, I'm why why do you come? <laughs> 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 oh god! Oh god! I love this so much. <laughs> so Keanu Reeves' marketing was the best thing about Cyberpunk. Yeah, if he was really in, like, he was in everything. They were really hyping up Keanu Reeves being this character. Oh yeah, I mean, hey, he, he does a great job in it. Did you see the uh, like the the promo videos they were releasing about um, Keanu Reeves' own motorcycle line and how they yeah. had to, like. Take his bike apart, stuff a bunch of microphone stuff, and then put it back together. I, I did see that. It's really fucking cool. It is. Uh, they honestly, I, they probably also had a little contract to like, hey, we'll promote your your motorcycle company. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my motorcycle has to be in the game. <laughs> Anything for you, Keanu? Please, <laughs> please step on me. <laughs> no problem, Neo. Whatever you need. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was gonna say before they announced the uh, the expansion, I straight up I didn't think that they would make uh, the expansion take place before the ending if they uh, if they got Keanu Reeves, but they got Keanu Reeves back, and we're still not gonna know what happens after the ending. <laughs> well, because the ending is is meant to be up to interpretation, like a lot of um, more philosophical. Uh, situations tend to be because like you could choose to blow your own brains out and that is an option and it's totally viable yeah uh, and it speaks to the system and in the way that cyberpunk is all about the repetition of cycles and the dehumanization of them mm-hmm. uh you can choose to go ahead and storm arasaka and kill everybody but arasaka still lives and it still keeps on ticking after you're gone you can choose to go into space and come back down and you still die soon same with the avocados. You you uh, you stand up in top of that hovercraft and you hold hold your arms out like Jack and uh, Rose and Titanic. <laughs> right off into the sunset, and then you still die, uh, supposedly. I just wish that I could see him die or find a way for him to live. You know, just so I could get that a hundred percent finality. I'm I'm the person who loves that shit. Uh, you know, I was just really hoping that there would be like, oh, let's figure out like a way to expand the ending and find out more because i'm like i'm just like foaming at the mouth for for more after <laughs> i'm just like it i want i want to know you'd have to do the 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 nomad ending to get more extended uh stuff or you'd have to choose the one where johnny rides off in your body uh with the sunglasses and the guitar on the bus yeah or you could do the uh the one when you go do the space heist. Oh yeah, there is the space heist. I totally forgot about that yeah, one. Yeah, with uh, with Mister Blue, Blue Eyes, whatever his name is, who's not in the game like at all until the very ending. So you have no idea what the fuck's happening with him. Actually, he's in a couple background things. Yeah, like, I, he's I've, there. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen that he's like in the background, but like, you, there's no like conversation dialogue option. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's uh, he's part of a theory. I don't know if you've heard it about um, all the the subtle machinations that's going on about like uh, government warfare, taking out satellites and stuff. Um, I might have watched a video about that like a while back, but I don't. I it doesn't sound too familiar. Same. Uh, I, I watched. So, I did watch a million videos about theories and shit because I was like, I need more. <laughs> that is totally fair. It's been a hot minute since I've seen that. Almost guaranteed. Um. But I'm trying to remember the broad strokes. It's part of the mission where you go ahead and you have to help that senator. Uh, and there's different information that you get from the computer. Basically, there are outside forces that Blue Eyes is working with uh, that are basically trying to target all of cyberware kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a big like government conspiracy kind of style. Uh, I would definitely recommend anyone who's watching definitely go check out a video. Uh, 
trying to remember the lady, uh, Mad Queen. She usually does really cool videos for Cyberpunk. Definitely give that a shot. Um, uh, I'll have to check it out too. Yeah, Mad Queen does a lot of really good Cyberpunk lore. She was there at the very beginning. Uh, she actually worked with Pondsmith on Red. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because she knew so much lore, uh, she was like their fact checker. That's dope. I love that. Yeah, Mike Pondsmith mentions her in one of the interviews. It's actually really, really cool. Do you have a uh, do you have a favorite gang? Um, I mean, even though they're they're not in the game that much, I'd say probably the Valentinos. I like the. That's totally fair. I, I like the whole like the the like Hispanic Catholic thing, you know. The, like, that we're... um. Latino car, uh, uh, like Chicano kind of culture deal. Yeah, and that adds like the whole again, like the whole like religious aspect as well. Not because I'm like a huge religion guy, but it gives me, uh, it gives me also it's like Latino, but uh, I mean, it gives me like Latino Godfather feels, you know? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, it's like oh, it's like the Italian mafia, but like it's Latino and that kind of thing, and I and I like yeah. that. I think it's interesting and, and fun. Yeah, I, uh, I, I love that they immortalize their saints, like 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 uh like the the fallen dead as saints and murals on the wall. Yeah, that's just so fucking dope. <laughs> oh god, it's so it, it's like almost like gothic, like like in like eighteen hundreds gothic kind of deal, not like. Like a uh, 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 shitty rave gothic, yeah. <laughs> but like, oh, it's really fucking cool. I think that Jackie should be immortalized. Honestly, I'm a little hurt he didn't have a mural. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if he did it themselves, if he had the option to get it done, that'd be dope. Yeah, that would be more than worth it just to see him. Like, oh, what? What do you think his uh, his mural would look like? I'm picturing like just his face plastered on the side of a building with like a lot of like roses and stuff. Oh, not roses, clocks, and lions. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I, I'm picturing I, the uh, the tattoos that you can get on your body as V, like something like that. Yeah, this, but the like the skulls and the marigolds. Yeah. <clears throat> I like to imagine it would be. Uh, Based off of whatever item you choose to bring and talk about to his little funeral for his ofrenda. Like, if you chose the uh, the book, I like to imagine that there would be, it'd be framed like a book and there'd be pages fluttering. Oh, or if you be... chose the basketball, there'd be like a net theme to it. And uh, that's awesome. I think that'd be pretty that'd cool. That'd be so fucking dope. I didn't think about that. Like, the multiple options from that, that'd be, oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> like if you pick the tequila bottle there's like shattered glass and like uh, uh shot glasses lining the bottom kind of thing damn you're so much more creative than me you bastard <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome <laughs> thanks i try oh man Instead, <laughs> you could also get the the bike in there somewhere because you get his bike yeah, on it. Yeah, seriously, you could throw the motorcycle parts, the engine, like uh, like the iconic idea of an engine with the pistons being jutted out. Yeah, oh, man, I love you, Jackie. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'd do anything to save you. I give myself alternate ending. Let me swap. I honestly loved the um, the Voodoo Boys. Voodoo Boys are pretty dope. like all right. Grew up in South Florida. A lot of Haitian people in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'm so hyped that they were, like, featured into the game. Because, like, it's a, it's technically like a, a subculture that you really don't see a lot. At least not done in a uh, a way that shines a, a good light on people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really, really cool to see. Because I know that um, voodoo is... Voodoo as a practice is very closed and very sacred, very important to people mm-hmm. um, just because of the, like the birth of it. It's really fucked up kind of shit. Um, but the fact that they made their gods like rogue AI constructs that exist 
is really fucking cool because honestly what would be a deity or an eldritch horror but a horrifying amalgamation of rogue data you know like that's as that's as plausible of an idea as anything else i like that that's that's pretty (laughs) i had to to think about it for a second (laughs) yeah right like it's there there's a horrifying like tortured twisted entity that exists from like the the frankenstein pieces of the world and that's something that they're like yeah we like this dude or we like that lady or we like this uh uh, uh, they pussy, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just not it's the, really not, fucking cool. Not the they them pussy. I mean, listen, we're living in the cyberpunk world. I'm upset I couldn't have a they them pussy. I mean, and even <laughs> give me the option. <laughs> I mean, like they technically it, did, but they technically didn't. Why are you trying to steal the they them pussy? Ah. <laughs> 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 Oh, but yeah, God. Voodoo Boys, really fucking cool. Liked them a lot. I was yeah. really, really, like, hype when I'm like, oh, shit, I got to contact people and go to go to Pacifica? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I do like how, I mean, at least to me, it appears that, that uh, the Voodoo Boys are definitely, like, I mean, again, it appears to me that they're, like, the strongest. Like, I guess they... this is an argument for Maelstrom. But well, I think it's Maelstrom isn't concerned with dominance like that. Mm-hmm. So because Maelstrom is a gang that accepts all walks of life, they're about uh, uh, the modification of your body to to as ex- extensively as possible. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Voodoo Boys are a culture of people that were forced to move somewhere and therefore trying to carve out a chunk where they can exist. Yeah, I, I, I think I definitely think that again, besides the Valentinos, like Valentinos is my number one, but Hoodoo Voice is definitely second for me. And I I love the interesting background that they come with. And it's and I like that they're 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 so close to number one for me. I don't know. Maybe you may, you might be convincing me this episode. <laughs> Actually got another really cool little chunk that I've picked up that I think might help convince you. Mm. I think the Voodoo Boys represent the whole of the game but condensed down so mm-hmm. as you're going through the game i mean there's lots of tarot cards there's lots of spiritualism that's really incorporated and in, in, like baked into the essence of the game right like i mean misty and her whole deal talking mm-hmm. about like red lights and stuff and her tarot cards and the ones that you have to hunt throughout the game mm-hmm. the voodoo boys have blended that high-tech sci-fi aspect with traditional spiritualism because that is their religion. These are their spiritual beliefs, but they're spiritually believing in a machine. I do love that. It shit. blends the two really close together. It blurs the line between religion and actual machinery. Like uh, the idea that um, magic is just a science you don't understand. That is really. Uh, that is really fucking right? <laughs> right? It's when you put because, it that like, way. <laughs> Like I said, it, it a voodoo god could totally be an amalgamation of AIs, mm-hmm. but you know, there's no reason that it is or that it isn't. But it blurs the line between what it could be. Uh, I don't know. I could also I be think totally be. fucking wrong. Uh, I mean, it's still it's <laughs> still your own art. It, it, art is is making your own. Uh, you know, your own headcanon. Uh, yeah, headcanon. In 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 different <laughs> words than what I was trying to get out of my brain. <laughs> That it's it's how you interpret it. There you go. That's what I was trying to say. Art is how you interpret it, and video games are indeed art. Yeah, even though yes. there's a big chunk of people out there who are fucking wrong and say otherwise. <laughs> it is one hundred percent an art. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. You, you made a very good point, and uh, I don't know. Thanks. You might you you might you might end up uh, knocking the Valentinos the number two. I have to keep that in mind, especially during the my Voodoo second Boys are just. They're fucking cool, dude. They are really cool. I hope they get featured a little bit in the DLC that's coming out, because it's supposed to be in Pacifica, in the, the Battle Dome. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, they gotta show up then. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I certainly hope they do. That and the animals should be showing up. I mean, like, if it is based in the the, the part of Pacifica that was walled off to us, mm-hmm. um, 
I mean, that's where the, the animals are all about fighting the shit out of things. You know, they're they're extreme modded and muscled out to the max. Yeah. Which brings me to like a totally off topic thing. Uh-huh. I think we should let uh, sports players do uh, performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I want to. I want to see what the best of the best can do. I don't want the dude who just happens to be three hundred pounds and strong. I want him to be three hundred pounds and fucking jacked out. <laughs> I want to see the peak of human performance out there. Only the strongest may survive. <laughs> He's got yeah, exactly. Like, seven like, foot tall dude. Like 26 seconds i want to see what happens when he's got like some cortisone or something up in him and he... <laughs> i'm talking seven foot dudes 300 pounds jacked out of their minds just choke slamming yes. guys in the middle of the basketball court <laughs> seven feet that's all you've got i want like nine feet <laughs> i want to border on like 40k territory just maxed out hulking people they're getting that that new surgery that you put rods in your legs to make you taller <laughs> oh i would totally get that honestly like, i've come to terms with being like five seven but like it takes a I year to heal 11 i wouldn't fucking complain that's how tall i am a yeah. year yeah it takes a whole a year. year to heal yeah a whole year oh my god oh my that's god that's I swear, like I, there was like an increase in uh, people getting it during the pandemic because they were stuck. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I swear, I swear, it actually happened. And like, yeah, it no, takes. No, it, you're utilizing that situation to the best. It's an entire year of of uh, like not being able to like get up or move or walk. Oh I mean, my god! Like you need a full on. I I mean, I assume that you can't do any of that shit because you know they have to break your fucking femur or some shit yeah Uh, yeah yeah surgery and science like medical as it is now when described in plain words sounds fucking barbaric (laughs) you know so like oh yeah your hip broke that's fine we're just gonna rip it out and insert a metal chunk and we're gonna screw it into the leftover bone and hope that it works good it's very cyberpunk (laughs) It is. It, I mean, well, like, we are reaching that cusp of the beginning. Like, it's already kind of started, and it's going to keep going that way. But we're watching the beginning of cyberpunk happen right now. Corporations are treated as uh, uh, personal entities. We're seeing people slowly modifying their bodies to meet cultural standards. We're seeing the dehumanization and people fighting back against that. And it's unfortunately it doesn't look like they're winning the best but also media would be controlling that aspect no one will want to show the downfall of civilization i'm I'm, i was giggling because i was (laughs) i was thinking (laughs) you know how you know how with cyberpunk they they got the little like usb slots behind their ear yeah i was like damn i can't wait to get me a us bussy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, put it right in my portal <laughs> slot, slot in uh, I'm, oh, I'm chipping in baby God, slot me daddy chip me in daddy oh god <laughs> but yeah we are really watching that shit start it is uh, mildly uh, uh, alarming oh, to yeah. say the least we're a couple we're a couple sun flares away from having to eat locusts for food. Like, God, I don't know if about I had you, to eat bugs, uh, I'd be so fucking pissed. Honestly, I've had a couple. They're not that bad. It's just, more of like a mindset. It, I was going to say, exactly. It's a mind thing for me. And I'm fucking, I'm, I'm easily like, no, I can't fucking do it, man. People, people eat weird shit all over the world. It's only weird because you don't eat it. You know, yeah. like think of fucking haggis, like from Scotland. It's ground up meat shoved in a coming at you, Scotland. (laughs) Scotland knows that haggis is not for everybody. They are they are aware of what their food is. It's like Australians with Vegemite. Yeah, exactly. They know it's not for everybody. They know it's just for them. (laughs) Yeah, you want to eat this goat stomach? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like I've had tripe, I've had intestine. It really don't taste like a lot. I never have. Oh, it's a, it's got a cool, all right, um, did you ever chew on, like, the tire of, like, a, like, a car when you were a kid, like, like a toy car? Yeah. 
it's kind of got that texture and taste. Uh. <laughs> it's very rubbery. So the finest very... cuisine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, some good fucking I mean, like, food. Like, uh, all right, you ever chewed on a rubber band? Yeah. It's got that texture. That's uh, that makes total sense that it would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. that... <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even talked about edge runner. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, yeah, all right. Let's get into some edge runners. Uh, you got a favorite character? Uh, uh, I don't. I really like. Uh, my voice almost just cracked. I was on the verge of cracking my voice. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> did you uh, watch dubbed or subbed? Uh, I watched dubbed. I, I I did watch dubbed. Uh, I really liked Maine. I the think, the big guy, right? Yeah, uh, think, with the with the rocking arm. All right, cool. Yeah, I thought he was pretty awesome. Uh, and of course, I liked uh, I liked David, but uh, but my favorite, I think my favorite might have been Main, just because of uh, his story and like what happens with him. I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, the and, strong like, man archetype. Yeah, I, I I liked his whole his whole shtick, and then how he uh, spoilers spoilers how how he goes out. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's it was really cool to see him um unmodded like that. Mm. Yeah, the the just to see him as he was way smaller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh um, my god. Wait, real quick. Yeah. When when David gets all fucking modded, I hate how he's so fucking huge and jacked but his head is still the same. <laughs> He still got that baby face. I hate it. I hate it so much. I was like, you could have given him a beard or something. He looks like a child. Yeah, because he's He's standing as like this intimidating jacked figure, (laughs) modded out, ready to fucking uh, 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 sand devastate your ass. And there he is, little baby face, little tiny head. It bothered me the whole show. (laughs) It looks like you took like like one of your sister's dolls and then shoved it on top of like a WWE action figure. <laughs> you heard, um, I heard what? All right. Uh, CD project and studio trigger talking about like certain features and aspects. I, I heard them talking about Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I was alluding to. Yeah. The lolly stays. The, the lolly stays. <laughs> And let me say, ever since the show came out, I can say that I have seen a very large uptick in Rebecca pornography. Yeah, it is uh, mildly alarming because uh, I have no idea what age she's supposed to be. I mean, I think it's Uh, clear she's supposed to be an adult, but it's... I certainly hope so. I I am... I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I think that's just... that's how they do it. Like, draw them like they're really young, but they're actually really old. They always do that. I mean, yeah, that's the whole <clears> point. It's the, the uh, actually a thousand-year-old dragon kind of situation. Yeah, it's still exactly. Kind of creepy. Oh, yeah, I I'm just, I, I agree. I'm but, just saying that. I'm pretty sure the character is supposed <laughs> to be of age. On that same note, though, Rebecca was my favorite. Rebecca is a lot of people's favorites. It's uh, Alyssa's favorite girl. as well. Oh, I mean, she was there. She was cute. She launched shotguns at people. And funny. It was fucking great. Yeah, she was hilarious. And there was like that subtle romance that she kind of had with David. But like yeah. she knew it didn't work and she didn't let it impact their friendship kind of thing. I really appreciated that. She was trying so hard to smash and he was like, but I love my my girlfriend, Lucy. <laughs> Low key, Rebecca, uh, honestly, Rebecca's that... trying to fuck him and he's got a girlfriend. That's, well, yeah. that's pretty sus. That's messed up. <laughs> honestly you know what it's it's the future in that world and also it's like it's 2022 right now uh there should be more thruples in uh I, media I, I agree <laughs> but i don't think that's what she was aiming for like there there's no reason why there can't be lucy rebecca david you know what i mean or like um i'm trying to think of other really good like thruples off the top of my head i've been in a thruple once <laughs> it's a lot of work no one tells you that no it's it's surprisingly uh rough <laughs> i'm trying to see because i know i talked about it with right. uh seeker a, a minute ago yeah. about like important thruples <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, the uh, the oh my god, have you ever seen the movie Savages? Yeah, the main cast of that, the the girl and the two brothers. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, that, that was a good throuple. Uh, I mean, uh, Game of Thrones, I mean, there's Aegon the Conqueror and his two sister wives, that's a throuple, <laughs> hell yeah, power couple. <laughs> Oh god, I would, dude. I would, okay, quickly, very quickly, gonna say something about Game of Thrones, and then we can go right off of it, or else I would talk about it forever. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want to see Aegon the Conqueror in a show, and I want it to be played by Henry Cavill. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Actually, you know, yeah, that's totally fair. I, for the longest time, wanted um, Chris Hemsworth as Rhaegar. I think he'd do a great job. I think there's a piece of I artwork agree. out there that looks fantastic. Oh, oh, how did we miss these two? Uh, um. So there was uh, um, El Dorado, Miguel Tulio. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, exactly. Power throw. Oh my right god, there. what's 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 uh, her name? I haven't watched the show in, uh, the movie in years. Uh, Shell. Shell. Yes. Uh, there was Castlevania with Alucard, Trevor, Sypha. Is that is that the the show? Yeah, Castlevania. Yeah, yeah, the the Netflix okay. one. I I didn't finish the show, so I didn't get that into like the romance oh, yet. It's fucking good. I mean, it's just Trevor and Sypha. But um, Alucard definitely deserves some love in that, and it's a shame that he doesn't get it. Um, Tifa, Aerith, and Cloud. They True. both like Cloud. There's definitely some energy there. Um, Cyclops, Wolverine, and Jean Grey. No reason <laughs> not to. I, I don't know. I think I think Cyclops no, would be like, why are you fucking my wife? <laughs> I mean, he. Def- I like to think he'd be the cuck in the corner. He 100 percent would. He's like, this is a part of the rules, isn't it? This is how all thruples work, right? <laughs> Edge runners, cyberpunk. Um, oh, oh, quick spoiler alert again. Uh, I I think it is hilarious and awesome the way that fucking Rebecca dies. Yeah, she gets straight up smashed. It happens in an instant. Just, she's just like, oh, fuck you. Boom! Dead. Yeah, like instantaneous kind of shit. Oh, man. And it's, it's, they don't even like hold on it for a second. They just smash. And they're like, oh, well, here we go. Next one. (laughs) You just get that shot of like, her fucking rib cage and shit, and she's like torn to pieces. Oh, yeah, that was fucking brutal. Uh, dude, I fucking love Adam Smasher. He's- I uh am super indifferent to Adam Smasher. Like, I think he's cool and he's all borged out and shit. But um, I mean, it's not like they give you a lot of like good information on him. I was gonna say, uh, let uh, me let me add a correction to that and say that I love his concept and I like like how cool he is though i don't have any special attachment to him because yeah, there is not fair. much there's not much to go on <laughs> there there's literally nothing about him he's just there he's big machine he stare mm-hmm. he sometimes shoot <laughs> he protect but he also attack <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so yeah uh how do you how did you like the uh the romance with david and lucy um honestly it didn't feel super fleshed out um like it felt like it happened because they said it happened mm-hmm. um but i mean that wasn't the the focal point of the series so i understand like um if the romance isn't like the main part of your story uh it's not really needed to be like a big focus on it mm-hmm. um but i mean that doesn't mean you should try and like just ditch around it I think there are definitely moments that could have been heightened with a little extra context to show that they were definitely into each other. Uh, I mean, like they definitely do like uh, the moon, uh, uh, the moon BD. And then he goes to Maine and he's like, yo, you know about the moon? And he's like, nah, she don't tell me nothing. He must be special. I I love all the, uh, all the nice shots, the, uh, the good, the art that went with all like the scenes. Yeah, all that. Honestly, uh, all of the uh, all of the backgrounds looked fan fucking tastic. They did. They looked really good. 
I was going to say, there's a compilation on TikTok at some point somewhere uh, showing you all the in-game locations right next to the ones from the show. I definitely recognize some while watching it, and I, and I love the fact that I could. <laughs> yeah, right? Like the... Uh, a little sense of pride. Yeah, like the, the diner. Uh, I recognize that right away. I was like, I drank coffee there once. Like, then... <laughs> <laughs> I got yelled at by like three different people there. <laughs> all part of the story and then uh the one time that literally this is like it was just a specific road where a highway ended and they go around the corner and i saw that and i was like i remember that exact spot <laughs> yeah okay yeah, yeah i do remember that it was like, yeah like, rock and it's, there. it's on the the outskirts of town so it looks a little looks a little like uh deserty looking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I love that. I love that I was able to like look at that and be like, oh, I've been there. <laughs> Studio Trigger did a fantastic job animating. It was beautiful. It was fluid. It was intense when it needed to be. It really was good. It was fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, I don't know if it still has it. I'm gonna bring it up right now on the computer so you so y'all might hear me clickety clacking. But last time I checked, I believe it had a 100% in Rotten Tomatoes. I, I feel like it still does. Yeah, it's still got 100%. Damn. That shit's busting. That's intense. <laughs> uh, straight, busting, busting. <laughs> I, I, I love Unequivocally it. fucking busting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you ever see that? That one was no, so No, I don't think I it have. Was, it, it's these three dudes and they're eating fries. And he's like, yo, these fries are busting. And the next dude's like, yeah, busting, busting. And the third one, he's like, my lord, these fries are unequivocally fucking busted. Ah, <laughs> uh, it gives me so much fucking serotonin. I love that's, it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So, uh, so besides like uh, Adam Smasher, what did you think of like the other villains in the in the the show? Yeah, uh, villains in the show. So like, we're talking. Uh... Um, the uh, Giancarlo, no, yeah, Giancarlo um, Esposito. Yeah, there we go. Okay, his actual character. I thought his villain was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm a little upset that it was him voicing because I think he's a better uh, character actor than he is a voice actor. His voice is iconic, and that's why they use it. And he does a good job with what he's given. I just feel like I don't know. Maybe they should have changed his design a bit. I definitely like the little three eye thing. I thought that was. I wish they made it look a little bit more like him. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, dude. I'll I'll be honest. I was. I noticed it right away that it was him, but I swear something was different about his voice. Like maybe he was talking a certain way. Because I was like, this sounds. It sounded like somebody was trying to be him. I don't yeah, know it why. Like someone's impersonation. Yeah, I don't know why. I something felt weird. I was like, "Oh, that's John Carlo Esposito." And then I was like, "Wait, is it him? Is it somebody trying to talk like him?" And then I looked it up, and I was like, "Okay, no, it is him." I don't know why. It gave me that weird vibe. But uh, Matt Mercer's in it. Yes, I noticed that right away. I was like, "That's that is oh. fucking that's fucking McCree." <laughs> Yeah, that's High Noon right there. <laughs> the second I heard it, I was like, that's fucking Matt Mercer. That's that's Jesse McCree. <laughs> I saw like the little casting and it said Matt Mercer. And this was like the day that it came out. So like no images existed. There were no stills. And I was like, who the fuck is this dude? Who the fuck is Faraday? That was no, no, no. No, 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 Falco. Falco. I was like, who the fuck is Falco? What did I already miss them? Did Matt Mercer make a cameo and I didn't hear him? Am I a fake fan? And then he showed up at the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I fucking I love that. I was I picked him out I immediately. Also, love that when you watch it in dub, like the English dub, mm-hmm. and the tiger claws show up, they still speak Japanese. I love that too. I I thought that was really neat. It's it's like that subtle immersion because if you watch it subbed and they're speaking Japanese. Everyone's speaking Japanese, and then the Tiger Claw is showing up, speaking the language that everybody speaks. What if they came up? They and just, speaking it doesn't English? feel different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be cooler if they spoke English yeah. in, the, in the Japanese. <laughs> they're speaking. <laughs> just to make them feel other. They're speaking German. They're just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's because of Deutsch. 
Nein, sprechen Deutsch. A wagon. Listen, we have like, I think it's like 7% of our audience is German. We better stop. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, like, I haven't met any bad German people so far. So, like, all right, I'll take that 7%. Yeah, they all died off in the 1940s. <laughs> oh, no, a lot of them fled to Argentina. Oh, I know. I just wanted to make the joke. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, listen, dude, straight up, you see a white Argentinian, be, be, be a little alarmed. <laughs> Not that there aren't white Argentinians, anyone can exist anywhere kind of thing, but like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to have to be like, oh, yeah, so what'd your family do? How'd you come here? <laughs> He's like, oh, yes, my father was a scientist. <laughs> oh, that's cool. What part of Europe was he from? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, we probably uh, took more Nazis than anybody else. We just we ended did, up using 100%. them as scientists. It's super fucked up. How else are we going to get those rockets to the moon, baby? I mean, did we go to the moon in 1960 like we said we did? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the shadows are off, man. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Last, I last... love... Those okay, no, 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 I was gonna say, I love those wild ass conspiracy theories. It's like uh, some of them, I'm like, oh, yeah, that feels right, but then other ones are like, are, are you sure? Like, are you okay? You ready for the greatest transition ever? Yes, yeah, go ahead. I also love conspiracy theories, like the conspiracy theory of <laughs> Mr. Blue Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're back in a cyberpunk oh. again. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Full, full uh, circle. What did you? Yeah. What did you think of uh, last last villain? I guess. Uh, what did you think of uh, the XBD scroller guy? I can't remember his name right now. Oh, I loved him. He was. I know exactly cool. who you're talking about. the The dude who was dressed like a like a, like a generic pimp from like Saints Row. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> loved him the second he showed up. I feel All like right, he so could like be a I villain. was when I was living in Orlando. I was driving through somewhere called uh, um, Winter Park, mm-hmm. and I saw straight up this one skinny ass white dude in a purple fucking fur coat, <laughs> like no shirt, snazzy shoes, and like two jacked ass guys right next to him. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! He's walking the mean streets of Winter Park, the mean streets of Oviedo." <laughs> And now every time I see anyone in like a fur cloak like that, I'm like, oh shit, the mean streets. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did enjoy him. He was definitely very hateable and also likable at the same time. Yeah. Like he's one of those people you love to hate because he's a scumbag. But like also he's pretty cool. Yeah. He's a cool character. I liked him a lot. How did you feel about the, um, how did you feel about the the way they handled cyberpsychosis. So I uh, I thought it was neat, though they definitely animated up. <laughs> uh, because oh yeah, we don't. I'm pretty sure in the in the in the game, once you're cyber psycho, like you don't you don't get any moments of lucidity. <laughs> uh, no, it definitely does. So when oh, it, it does? starts, it kind of yeah in the game it does kind of come on here and there like that where you have like blips and issues okay um but so in the game technically all of those people that go through cyber psychosis also had some sort of mental disorder that was with them before mm-hmm. and the cyberware only heightens it um there are missions where if you go ahead and you passively take them all down uh i believe that uh that cop lady does call you and talk about how they're uh they're trying to make them better yeah, yeah, that I that I I knew about that. I just thought that like once uh once they go full psycho that like they don't like stop and go, Ah oh, yes, my, my girlfriend, I I love you so much and then right back to ah! <laughs> you know? Yeah, okay, no, that's totally fair. That's I okay. don't think, I, d- I definitely think that's just hyped up for the show. Yeah, yeah. Which which I like. I, I, I very much yeah. am, am cool with that. I just thought like it I, I liked it all automatically worked. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I did like it, though. I like the whole uh, animation style that went with it, like the whole uh, eye thing. 
Yeah, the eye thing was really, really cool. I did not expect that when it came on. Yeah, it was pretty neat. I, I thought that was cool. Uh, yeah, I think that they did Cyberpsychosis really, really, uh, really well. And uh, again, including the the uh, jacked up animeness to it. <laughs> yeah, it uh, the 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 special effects for the Sand Devastan were fucking cool. Oh, dude, that was a that was the best effect that they did in the whole show. And every time they did it, I was like, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> I loved all the little after images for it, and then like the, the the quick snap second, like when it happens in real time for everyone else. Yeah, like uh, like when David's in the hallway with the the newbie, the newbie guy. Yes, and he like jumps over the guy and shoots him, and then yeah, it's like, and the guy's like, "Oh, that is so cool!" And then he fucking gets murdered, dies instantly. That shit was hilarious. He's like, wait! And he just walks into the mine and just... Honestly, I've had to pee for the last oh. <laughs> 30 minutes. Okay, let's call it then. <laughs> All right. Uh. All right, well, that's... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. What? You say something? No, no, no. I was going to say, I've been, like, standing up and doing, like, the pee-pee dance for, like, 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's... uh, We're, we're about a... Uh... At the point of right now, an hour and sixteen of recording, uh, so I think that's uh, I think we're hitting the limit for today. We're gonna we're gonna call it and we're gonna head out. Thank you all very much for coming with us on this little adventure into cyberpunk. Rowan, thank you very much for uh, being my cyberpunk guru for the day. Thanks. I'm glad all this information in my brain was useful for something. <laughs> all right, and uh, we're gonna get going. So. Uh, bye. Bye, Thetis. We'll see you next time.